Yosef Teres. Hi, Ezra. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right as well. But I mean, uh, let's uh, uh, today. What, what should we should we talk today about? Well, I think today we should talk about the grave situation Turkish Cypriots find themselves in once again. Um, but this time there seems to be no way out. Um, so yeah, uh, the, right. the I mean, economy. A week yeah. ago, a week ago, uh, I think um, as a Turkish Cypriots in the thousands went to the street protesting for the for the economic and uh, social meltdown they are experiencing. Uh, yes. Am I right? I mean, uh, yes. you know that we're very very short distance in between uh, north and south in uh, in Cyprus, but. Uh, This distance, uh, sort of in our minds, is very big. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is. It is. It is actually very unfortunate that uh, this was not covered by the Greek Cypriot media. But uh, but this demonstration was very significant because after many many years, I think maybe in 2013, we had this big of a crowd. Um, but in all these years, it's the first time we had around 10,000 Turkish Cypriots out on the streets right. like with their saucepans with their placards with their you know slogans um a, a, and as you said uh, protesting the uh, economic meltdown and the social meltdown um and uh, this was this demonstration was supported by um many almost all except UBP of course and uh, mm. other uh, ruling parties um supported by the the uh, political parties trade unions civil society organizations and just people people were out because they are desperate what what were uh, they, what were they saying uh, people what, what what was the main theme sort of The main theme is that people feel like they cannot survive anymore. Um, people are living in a big economic crisis, and I will go into the details of that in, in a bit. Um, there is a huge economic crisis in the northern part of Cyprus, um, uh, affected by many things, like the devaluation of the lira, the pandemic, the Ukraine-Russia war. Um, everything, you know, just uh, made things worse for Turkish Cypriots. And... Um, You will remember that at the beginning of 2000s, uh, Turkish Cypriots again had a very big economic crisis. But yeah. at the time, they had a prospect, they had a hope, and that was the solution. And that is why they embraced the Annan plan and they were out on the streets. You know, they saw this, the unification of Cyprus and the um, Cyprus's EU membership as a way out of their economic woes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that was the biggest motivation. But this time, They don't have that either. Uh, they do, you have think that they, do you think that this um, this protest now are the are similar to to 2003-2004 that uh, had made a very big impression on me? Uh, it's no, they are very different in that you don't see anyone talking about a solution, demanding mm -hmm. a solution, a federation. Maybe um, some, you know, groups like Unite Cyprus Now was there. Of course, they had their pro-solution banners and everything and some other groups that you do get some groups talking about solutions still. But the majority of the population is not embracing this as a, realistic way mm -hmm. out of their problems and this is a this is a big problem we we have to revive that hope we have to revive that belief 
that that um uh, that prospect that that mm -hmm. it is there and we have to work for it and it can be a way out for us how, unfortunately how now you do because you you describe a situation that's a, a, a bit um, a sort of um, um how can i say dark and um, it's very dark and uh, how how do you change how do you change this um, uh, this uh, situation? What Look, do you th I I hate uh, saying it depends on politicians because all my life I uh, disagreed with that and I said change sh comes from the people and it can come from the people and it should come from the people and sh we should not wait for politicians. Mm -hmm. But in the situation we are right now. I think the politicians on both sides of the divide have a big responsibility in reviving people's hopes. Um, so, I mean, Turkish Cypriots need to see that the Greek Cypriot side is reaching out to them somehow, is is uh, listening to them, hearing their problems, um, considering them, taking them into consideration, thinking about a united future, a joint future. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, uh, it, it cuts 2022, though, because many people in the South argue that Turkish Cypriots, by electing Tatar, do not want a federal solution anymore. What do you think, Yotel? Yeah, it is like chicken and eggs, no? Yeah. Um, so, because Turkish Cypriots lose hope, they uh, become more inclined to, you know, vote right. And they vote right, and the, all the policies become very anti-solution. So it's like it's like a vicious uh, cycle. And um, another big responsibility uh, in 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 all of this, and a way of breaking the cycle, would be the Turkish Cypriot opposition parties like CTP and TDP. Mm -hmm. Uh, to to start talking about a solution again, for heaven's sake, they don't say it. They don't. They don't voice this. They, they are talking about economic measures and this and that. This is this is BS, Lefteris. There is mm. you. You cannot control. You are trying to fix an economy. Yeah. Which on which you have no control. You're using the Turkish lira. There is no way you can take any big monetary measures, any yeah. big economic measures. Everything is uh, you you have is being imported from Turkey. So you're directly importing the inflation, the economic problems, and everything, and it's getting multiplied within Cyprus's own problems. You're right. You're right. You remember. You remember a few years back. I had done with your help a reportage about the economy in the north. It got down to the fact that money, revenues from most businesses do not stay in the north and do not benefit the Turkish Cypriots as such. Big businesses exactly. are not owned by Turkish citizens. Many of them, uh, some or many of them in the close circles of Erdogan and Turaj. And uh, obviously this situation is still on. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, I always um, say that at the beginning, Turkey uh, came um, to the island militarily, right? And after that, it um, transferred uh, population, but mostly rural population. Yeah. And then uh, we are, I think, uh, this period, these uh, recent years, uh, can be characterized by Turkey's economic invasion of Cyprus. Mm. Because now Turkey is in the north with with its capital, with with its businessmen, with its companies, and as you say, uh, the Turkish Cypriots do not um, have any um, benefits from from all of this, and. Um, 
And of course, if you define your tourism, for example, as a gambling tourism, then by by default, you are bringing uh, plainful uh, gamblers from Turkey mainly, or sometimes from Israelis come and whatever, Mm -hmm. Russians come. But they don't leave the the casino. They eat there, they drink there, they gamble like for two days um, on end and they leave. They don't step outside the casino. They don't uh, add anything to the economy. So, I I mean, the whole structure is is, um, in a way faulty and uh, and not helping Turkish Cypriots in any way. Um, So, um, what people could um, look forward to what is the way forward then i mean okay i i i have been talking to um economists uh, some economists um we have hyperinflation yeah. there is a huge poverty uh, spiral uh, which is growing exponentially yeah. inflation in march uh, was uh, and this is an official number it was officially announced to be 83.1 percent right and this is official so the real number is probably much higher than that so the economists are warning that we are rapidly moving towards becoming one of the least developed economies in the world and it is really a a humanitarian crisis i mean people got uh, electricity bills uh, last week and uh, we had uh, people gathering in front of the um, electricity authority building and throwing eggs because they, you know they got crazy because the the bill was in march was five times higher than what they had in the february bill Goodness. you know so, so within a within a month the the inflation the price hike uh, people are losing their minds uh, everyone every economic um organization is making statements that uh, you know they cannot survive that uh, businesses are closing down that people are losing their you know are being laid off so um it, it is very difficult I'm, I'm listening i mean i'm listening to all this and really i'm getting depressed but i mean what yeah. uh, what uh, people the Turkish Cypriots, at least the ones that uh, they have their mind in place why yeah. do reach out uh, to to the south I mean, to some people at least uh, why, why they use the divide? Why why they don't they reach to people in the south at least with the same uh, the, the similar minds? You know, to, to well, you know, a, a lot of people are individually reaching to the south. I have a journalist friend that I know. She yeah. just could not survive anymore. She found a job in a hotel in the south as a cleaner, and she is going to do it because it is what she will earn is much higher than what she would earn if she did journalism in the north. Yeah. So, and you have a lot of people turning to south and looking for jobs. So, actually, individually, this has started, and um, we we had hundreds of people apply when a Turkish Cypriot trade union said uh, we are going to hire. Um, in cooperation with uh, SEC in the South, we are going to hire Turkish Cypriots to work in the tourism industry in the South. Yeah. We had lines of people, like hundreds of them applying. So, uh, but, but, you know, we have to, and I don't know why this is so difficult for 
the opposition at least to yeah. start saying the, the economy and the Cyprus problem are not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. Under the current circumstances, we don't have the ability to adopt any fiscal measures. All we can do is makeshift palliative in ineffective actions. We are cut off from the world. We use a currency we have no control over, as we said. We don't have access to funding. We can't borrow from international institutions. We don't have foreign investment. We only have access to funds from Turkey, which is using these funds to shape politics and the society. In the exactly. Moment. But I mean, I'm not, uh, I don't want to, you know, To, to overstep here, but I mean, okay, people in the South, they are very reluctant to, to, to keep up relations in the North. But I mean, at least uh, because of the hardship and uh, this situation that people face in the North, they should try uh, to, to, to reach out uh, more and uh, at least uh, get some similar minds there to work uh, something. Because, okay, finding a job in the South is a, is a, is a, is a good thing for some people. But you don't solve the problem. You you still mm -hmm. have the North uh, um, being uh, completely dependent to to take economically and politically, and uh, you don't get anywhere. The darkness mm -hmm. remains the same. Yes, you're right. You're right. It is a big contradiction, you know, not to be doing what you said or not to be prioritizing the solution of the Cyprus problem, um, you know, in the face of this uh, economic um, crisis. But And uh, we didn't mention it, but like there is also a huge demand now in the society and some journalists and um, economists are also advocating this, that they are calling for switching to, to euro, start, uh, starting to use the, the, the euro in the, in the north. But, but you, you but, push the euro anyway. I mean, when, when, um, when people, uh, let's say now, to, uh, as it is well known, lots of Greek Cypriots, they go to the north to shop and everything. Uh, exactly. The um, currency, of course, problem. Yeah. And uh, people, they do use uh, euros. They do. They do. Actually, that is a, something that's working against Turkish Cypriots. Why? Um, because they earn Turkish liras. Yeah. But. Their uh, expenses, most expenses like rents, school fees, are in foreign currencies. If you go to buy a car, um, and it's it's this makes the situation even worse. And um, their debts are rising because most borrowing in the north is done in foreign currencies too, because banks do not trust the Turkish lira. Yeah. So so people are earning Turkish lira and trying to pay their debts that are in British pounds, euros, dollars. So people's uh, debts are are like um, increasing tenfold. You know, it's it's uh, it's very it's as it's I said, a, it's a humanitarian it's crisis. It is yeah. a humanitarian crisis, and and did you know that um, the debt of the Turkish Cypriot administration is also like soaring right now because we get t Turkish liras from Turkey uh, as funds. But this is recorded in the books as uh, payable in dollars. So mm -hmm. when when it comes to paying back, we sh we have to pay it back in dollars. So right. so this I mean this is the situation that the the Turkish do you, see, do you see people less um, uh, to to carry on protesting and, and uh, get a little bit more um, uh, uh, masses onto the onto the streets? I do, I do. I think this is just the beginning. 
I think we are heading towards a social explosion. We are going to see a lot of demonstrations. Um, we have, a, we have a, I'm sure this was not reported too, but we have a, a bunch of youngsters who uh, have been um, in a tent in front of the uh, one of the administration buildings, uh, the so-called prime minister's office, and uh, and they are just and and they are they are they don't leave. They they they've been there for almost a week now, maybe more. And uh, and they are uh, demanding a future. They are demanding jobs. They are demanding hopes. Uh, People cannot even dream in the north anymore. Um, So yes, I I do expect. I do expect a lot of um, uh, social uprising uh, in the in the coming period. Yes, because uh, mainly because uh, there is nothing. Um, that's the administration can do, as we said, about price hikes, about the inflation, about anything. They, they have no control. On the other hand, they don't have money to buy fuel. Uh, the electricity uh, cuts, the power cuts have brought people to like the, to, to the brinks of, uh, you know, they're going crazy. You, you, you have like up to seven hours of power cuts daily. We are talking so, about the boiling point there, you know, but I mean, is, yes, in yes. reality, though, only through the economy you can get something because people politically, they are very reluctant to, to, to reach out. Uh, yeah. I think um, in both communities anymore, because uh, what, what you describe is a, a reluctance as well from the Turkish Cypriots to reach out to the South. But I mean, there is some hope, yeah. if you ask me, because... Yeah. Um, uh, Although, you know, we have the tragic events in Ukraine, this thing has changed a lot of things in the world, in the global in the global situation, and has put the Eastern Mediterranean, for energy only, again um, into the forefront. And uh, mm-hmm. we saw this with the, with the uh, visit of uh, Victoria Nuland, the Secretary of State of the U.S., uh, in uh, Athens, Turkey, and um, and uh, Nicosia, and uh, in reality, uh, during her trip to Athens uh, and uh, to the area and to Nicosia, uh, Newland took significant positions regarding the Eastern Mediterranean hydrocarbons, uh, the natural gas in particular, and sent two very important messages. First, she made clear that the East Med pipeline which would uh, supposedly carry the natural gas of Israel mainly from the Leviathan deposit to Europe through Cyprus and Greece is not sustainable. This is a very big thing. She said that the idea to build a very long pipeline in a very deep, in very deep water over some 10 years uh, was too expensive, not economically viable, and will take too long. I mean... This really demolishing, uh, and this, this she said that uh, after her, her meeting with the president Anastasiadis, and in reality demolishes the narrative of uh, the Greek Cypriots that uh, they would go with a pipeline to Greece and then to Europe and uh, bypassing Turkey. And um, this, everybody, experts and everything, they were say, and everybody, they were saying that this is not sustainable. Uh, the companies, they weren't willing to put money and everything, but still politically, especially in uh, Israel and Cyprus, uh, they were, uh, you know, they were making lots of fuss about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no consumption, I suppose. Uh, but this, 
creates an opportunity because um, uh, Cyprus could be, let's say, the transit country uh, for uh, the Israeli gas to go to Turkey. And uh, by, by transiting, we're talking about a lot of money in uh, fees. And this could be shared by the people, you know. And this is, a, this is an opportunity for the North as well. But uh, people, they need to get together to, to see this, uh, these prospects. Um, as, uh, yes, and they don't yes. right now. That's the main thing. I mean, rather than coming together and, uh, you know, creating a joint platform to discuss a, a, a common future for the benefits of everyone, we are, you know, building more walls and more borders and more checkpoints. That, that and... Yeah, you're right. That's what is happening, uh, you know, on the island. But, I mean, uh, um, things, the uh, world has, has uh, changed and uh, there is uh, going to be a lot of pressure. Because, because now uh, the West, European Union, the US as well, they want to, to, to stop the dependence, uh, the Russian dependence on, uh, on energy and on gas, especially to Europe. Uh, there, there's going to be a lot of pressure for alternative um, uh, pipelines and alternative uh, energy sources to be used um, in Europe. And uh, to, to, to get uh, rid of the dependence of the Russian uh, gas and oil. Uh, and um, up to now, Israel, um, Cyprus, uh, Greece as well, they were uh, talking about uh, the East Med uh, pipeline, which uh, the experts, they were talking, they, they were saying that this is a pipe dream. And uh, also they have maintained that it's not feasible for the exact reasons that Newland uh, mentioned. And I'm... I'm I, I, I said before, only other U.S. officials uh, have repeatedly kept the same line. Even Ioannis Kasulidis, the, the Cyprus foreign minister, said clearly and publicly that East Med is a, East Med is a pipe dream. Mm -hmm. uh, but nevertheless, people here, they don't, they don't listen. They, they, they yes, do they... for internal consumption, mainly in Israel, uh, when Netanyahu was prime minister and in Cyprus, with all political parties, by the way, and the president, they, they, they have this, they see it made as a way to punish Turkey in Cyprus, which is, you know, they don't realize that in the West, even in the European Union, no one would exclude Turkey from the energy developments in the Eastern Mediterranean. Yes, That's, and I think Nuland made that very clear yeah, too. She, made, <laughs> you know. yeah. she, she gave an interview in uh, uh, Huyet newspaper, if I'm, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken, uh, that uh, she said that, um, you know, now with the war in Ukraine and the need of uh, European and Western countries not to be dependent on Russian hydrocarbons, <coughs> this is the, the best and cheapest way to, to transport gas from Israel to Europe is via Turkey. That's, mm -hmm. that's uh, what it comes down to. It. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, actually the easiest and most cost-effective way of transporting gas from Israel to Turkey is via Cyprus, as uh, we were talking before. And mm -hmm. this, uh, this is a, pro uh, a prospect that uh, up to now has been prevented by the unsolved Cyprus problem. And we come again into the elephant, into the, <laughs> into the room. Yes. But I hope that this new reality, you know, after the, the war in uh, Ukraine, uh, will help Cypriot leaders in both communities to see the big picture to realize that nobody in the West would exclude Turkey from the energy plans of the Eastern Mediterranean. As a, as a result, there is a very good opportunity for Cypriot politicians to say clearly and realistically what uh, they want in order for the Cyprus problem to be solved. And of course, to involve 
the island in the West thinking for the energy in the region. Finally, this is again a good opportunity and as uh, we have uh, painfully seen, uh, good opportunities are rare as that. And uh, when missed, do not reappear, at least not yeah. in the fashion. Yes, but we never learn from this, do we? I mean, we keep making mistakes uh, over and over again. I, I agree. I hope uh, you uh, are right and that this will be an opportunity for them to see the way ahead is just cooperating. Yeah. Um, but but this, yeah. this could benefit as well uh, the people in the north that they have in such a hardship as we were discussing before. That's why I mentioned it. Because yeah, of course, of course. For the whole of the island. But people uh, in Cyprus, in both communities, they need to see themselves as Cypriots and, and react fine yeah. as such. Yeah, you're right. You're very right. <laughs> Let's hope. Hope dies last. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's as, good to, as long uh, as we are alive, we are going mm-hmm. to continue to hope. <laughs> okay. Uh, but okay. anyway, I mean, this is a dark, dark time for the for the north, and um, um, there, there is no actually there is no hope at, the, at that point the way you describe it, unless something significant changes, and this. Uh, this change can only come from uh, Cypriots uh, put their minds together to, 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 to get somewhere a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's hope, as I said. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. Well, this, this was a good discussion um, and uh, we will keep our listeners updated on um, what's going on on, on both sides and of the, the divide. Yeah. I hope that people do get um, en masse into uh, to the streets because there is no other way. I mean, if, if uh, people do not, in the north, do not um, demonstrate, uh, nobody's going to listen. And... Uh, if they do demonstrate, some people in the south as well, they they they, they would not yeah. because yeah. To, it's it's a bizarre situation. But uh, this wasn't at all reported in the south. No, yeah, yeah, I realized. I think nobody really expected it to be a big uh, event, so they didn't really prepare to cover it, mm-hmm. and uh, and because they didn't cover it, I mean, they didn't realize that it turned out to be actually a huge social, you know, um, kind of uh, uprising. Uh, I mean, yeah. ten thousand is a big number for Turkish Cypriots, you know. Um, so yeah, we will we will yeah, see what happens. Number. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Let's hope for the Let's, best. Yes, exactly. We will hope for the best. Okay, Lefteris. Okay. Have a nice um, a day. And, See you uh, very soon. Yeah. Okay, yes. And uh, goodbye to all our listeners. Thank you for listening to us. Okay. And we will be with you again shortly. Yes, bye-bye. Bye-bye. The first trilingual podcast station of Cyprus, Island Talks. Open, diverse, free.